We all live inside a bubble, right? This is our world. We go to church here, we work over here, we go get our coffee over here, we go to this park over here, we usually go over here. We all live in this bubble. What you gotta do to get the life that God wants you to have, you gotta put more air in your bubble. You got to blow your bubble up. Expand yourself. Take yourself out your comfort zone. Do not live in your bubble. Put some more air in your bubble. If you stay in your comfort zone, that's where you will fail. You will fail in your comfort zone. Success is not a comfortable procedure. It is a very uncomfortable thing to attempt. So you gotta get comfortable being uncomfortable if you ever wanna be successful. Start putting some pressure on. Put some pressure on yourself. Get out here and get about it. Look, I love to sugarcoat this thing for you. I love to tell you, look, you can go out here and get rich, do a couple of things, they ain't, ain't happening. You gotta get real dogs. You gotta get downright funky if you wanna make it. Now, like I was telling you before, if you wanna be ordinary, you ain't even gotta listen to me. Just go on about your business. If you think ordinary's cool, ain't no problem. It's some really, really wonderful ordinary people. But if you are sitting in this room and you have extraordinary aspirations, then you're gonna have to do extra. You put extra on top of ordinary and you come up with extraordinary. It's no other way. I'm sorry. But here's the fact. All of you have extraordinary capabilities. All of you. You have to decide if you are willing to do the things to put you in that category. When you look at comfort and you look at success and progress and the eventual, the feelings of accomplishment and of getting past certain hurdles in, in terms of like how you feel about life, a lot of those are connected to discomfort. Like discomfort is your friend. It really is. Like discomfort and not being happy and content with certain situations in life, certain feelings in life. They're massive, massive motivators and they're, they're amazing at, at facilitating change. And yet our instinct is to avoid those and just sit on the couch and watch some reality show about dudes who make moonshine. The things that you're not comfortable with, get comfortable with being uncomfortable. It's not worth it. I mean, life's so short. There's such glorious images in the world and such horror as well. And I want to see it all. And so I've moved out of my comfort zone. It's um, essential for me. Otherwise, I may as well die. Let me introduce you to the concept of success. Franklin was a pretty smart guy, and I want to start with a quote by him. If you do tomorrow what you did today, you will get tomorrow what you got today. You want to know what that means? The average American makes between 3 and 5% more each year. That's the deal. And in today's economy, I'm not sure we're going to make the 3 to 4 to 5% next year as employees. So it takes you 20 years to double your income in America as an average person. That's the mediocrity that we're stuck in in life. And then you meet people who have the uncanny ability to double their income in a year, to get promoted five times in a year. The ones that beat the system, the ones that conquer it, you've all seen them, haven't you? 
the difference between them and the ones that don't do that is that they wake up in the morning and they think differently. They understand that if I do tomorrow what I did today, I'm going to get tomorrow what I got today. You want a bigger car? How about a nice house in Tahiti? Sure, would you love a nice house in the hills? We all want better things, don't we? We all want more friends, more stuff, more money, more security, more travel, more enjoyment. If you do the same thing tomorrow that you did today, you're stuck. Stuck. And it doesn't change. And it grows a little at a time. And you get a taste of success. But it's never fast enough. It never excites you. And when it does, it's a good month, or a good two months, or a good three months, but it doesn't provide a trajectory that creates success. So the first thing I want you to think about today is I want you to wake up tomorrow and do something different. And understand if you do the same damn thing, you're stuck. Just because you did it a certain way yesterday, there's no reason to do it that way today. You wake up in the morning, you're failing. So you blame the president, you blame Congress, you blame Greece, blame the Euro. I mean, you, construction in the street, it's the mayor. Oh, it's the, the, and you wake up in the morning and you look in the mirror and you're not failing because it's the other guy's fault or it's the economy's fault. But if you looked in the mirror and said, I'm failing because of me, you wouldn't like it. And you change that. And I believe the common denominator of failure in any business is excuses. Why are you failing? You never say because of me. Oh, it's the competition. It's the economy. It's the president. It's Congress. If you wake up tomorrow morning and blame your failure on someone or something else, you have no reason to change, do you? It's that son of a fault. Son of a gun! I did everything I could! But if you woke up in the morning and looked in the mirror and said, I am failing because of me, the decisions that I make, the energy I put in, I'm not passing the blame. If you look in the mirror tomorrow and say that, you will change. Because nobody likes thinking of themselves as a failure. How often does that happen to us in our day-to-day -day lives? Ah, you know, family, the biggest excuse of all, time. Every one of those excuses was bullshit, wasn't it? Think about it. Every single one, at the end of the day, winners win. But as long as you don't put it on you, you have no motivation to change it. So in short, if you own your failure, you'll own your success. If you don't own your failure, you'll never dig out. And I find that in any business, always the common denominator of failure, personally, is excuses. You don't want to be a failure, do you? If you're new to the Impact Secret Podcast show, 
Welcome to the family, to my existing family, big up. Thank you for joining as always, and we appreciate you here. On the podcast show, we shift the mindset through personal development and business. I am your humble host, E.D., for all you smart and intelligent folks, that just simply means Ed. Now, pull up to the dinner table. I got some stories to tell. You know Mr. Fist's slogan, never rest in the middle, always rest at the end. Three impact secret value points are... Value point number one, don't try, do. Don't try, do. Value point um, number two, overthinking. Yes, I said it, overthinking. And the third and final one, probably the one that is going to take us home, is stuck. Or we could say being stuck. Today's today's show is entitled No Stone Unturned No Stone Unturned What do I have to give up? What do you have to give up? Let's jump into today's show Hey family, you know I have to be transparent as always I these past couple of days, I've kind of been going on a mental journey, you can kind of say, or as they say, finding my way back home. And what I realized of what got me excited about personal development and what got me excited about business and what got me excited about life was the adventure, the journey And what really pushed me was the fact that I remember when I was in this job and I felt stuck. I know you felt that feeling, um, especially when it came bonus time and you got the 1% or 2% or 3% raise. And so I started listening to personal development and it started with Les Brown and he started going through his story and and what he did and everything. And I, I was thinking to myself of how do I achieve that? How do I even start working down that pathway? And I felt stuck because I felt stuck by the obligations that I had to life. I didn't know anything that was different. As I've told you many times over and over again, family, I watch my parents work a job for 20, 30 years and not leave a job. So I didn't understand the game. I didn't understand the strategies and tactics at that time. No one in my family could have could sit me down and say, hey, if you want to advance in your career, these are the, some of the things that you should be on the lookout for. And I don't hold them accountable or say it's their fault because, again, based on what we just heard just a moment ago by that speaker. And when I found him, I was amazed because a lot of times in life family, we want to blame everyone else except ourselves. We don't want to take accountability. Hey, I'm guilty of it too. I want to say, well, it's their fault. And that's what I was going down on these past two days on this journey of, I was blaming people for things I have control over. You see, when you get to a point in your life where 
when you wake up, you're so hungry, you, you desire greatness, you desire to be phenomenal, you desire to want more out of life than what you are seeing with your eyes. And you want to live the vision, the vision that you see, you want to live the vision that you have on your vision board or on your phone. And you're asking yourself questions. Why am I not further along than where I am today or currently? And yes, you may have legitimate reasons. You may say, well, if this wouldn't have happened and if that wouldn't have happened and if this person wouldn't have left me, if this person wouldn't have stayed, I mean, you know. But at the end of the day, you have to you have to really come back to that root. You have to come back to that foundation and say, well, I chose that person or I chose that job or and when I say chose, you made the decision to apply. You made the decision to entertain that individual or individuals. You, you made that decision to be around that type of company. And I remember when when I went into self-isolation and friends and family were like they were concerned with concerned uh, about me especially my father. One day, my father, because uh, I would always one day or two days out the week because we stayed in the same apartment complex, I would go down there. And, you know, at first I was spending a, a majority of my time. And when I made the decision of I was getting ready to study for this test, plus I was um, in, in school uh, going after my master's, I said, I have to make some changes and some shifts. So I started really locking myself in. And one day my dad said, hey, you know, um, I'm cooking some some red snapper and uh, some peas, uh, some rice and peas. So won't you, you know, if you can't tell I'm Jamaican. And so uh, I went down there and as usual, it was it was a phenomenal dish. And he said, he said, son, uh, I need to talk to you. And I said, you know, anytime you hear those words. I don't care who you are. You a little bubble, you know, <laughs> happens in your stomach and you start getting concerned because you don't know where this conversation is going to go and you don't know you're unprepared because that person has already probably thought in advance what they wanted to say, how they were going to say it and you're just like you're like a deer in headlights. And he he goes into to tell me the story about this woman who she was so hungry to be phenomenal, so hungry to be amazing that she just poured everything that she had into the craft that she was going after. And in doing so, she started alienating a lot of people that were close to her. And it wasn't by choice. It was that her goals did not align with what they were wanting to do. For instance, they wanted her to go out and party. And she said, well, I can't go out and party because I have to study. They wanted her to come to the picnics. And she said, I can't go because unfortunately I have to prepare for a test that I have coming up. They wanted her to go out to the movies. She said, unfortunately I am working on creating my own movie, creating my own book. And I, and I stopped my dad right there. And I said, dad, 
okay, where are you going? Well, I, I like what this, this woman is doing. That is something I would want to achieve. And he said, hold on, son, I'm not done with the story. And so he proceeded to, again to tell me more and more about what this woman was sacrificing and what she was doing and what she was going after. And finally, as he was beginning to wrap it up, he said, what do you think? I said, I, I mean, if she was here, I would hug her and ask her, how did she do it? And how did she stay so focused? He said, well, let me end with this. He said that same lady that I'm speaking about, she ended up because of her determination, because of where she was going, because of how hungry she was, she ended up losing her mind. I said, so are you thinking I'm going to lose my mind? She said, no. He said, I'm just concerned that if you go so hard, if you put everything in it and if you don't get what you want. What happens? I said, well, I'm not worried and or concerned about that because I will get what I want. I never forgot that conversation, family. And the only reason why I haven't forgot that conversation is because it's anything in life, a reason why a lot of people don't attempt things, a reason why people don't go after their dreams, their goals, their vision is because what if you don't get it? But what if you do? So we get stuck in situations because of the fear of what happens. There should be a book written about, well, maybe I should write that book about what happens. What happens when you're set with two decisions? You have one decision to go with your your friend that thought of about creating this, this business that he's giving you everything, the financials of the potential financials and giving you the, the operation of what it can look like. He's going to take one half of the business. You're going to take the other half of the business, or you stay in the comfort zone of where you're at, where your family is surrounded at and where you grew up at and where everything is nice. So if, if something were to go wrong, you can lean on them. But if you take this decision and go across the country, the state, wherever, you won't have family. You won't have friends. It will just be you and your dreams, you and your vision, you and your best friend going to do something that no one in your family has done or even thought about. Decisions, family. See, I had to realize that if that's why I get uh, that I get stuck, that you get stuck is because of decisions, decisions of excuses that we leverage because it's easier to blame other people except blaming ourselves. Those two days that I took, I thought to myself and I was saying, I'm not going hard enough. This morning when I set my alarm for two, I hit the snooze button. Not once. <laughs> I wish I could say it was twice, but it was three times of, so I changed the time. I said, well, I'll get up at three. Three turned into finally eventually getting up at 3.50 a.m. Now, somebody looking on be like, wow, man, I wish I could. You upset because you got up at 3.50 instead of getting up at 3 or 2? Yes. Man, I wish I could get up that. If I could get up at that early, there'd be so many things that I could accomplish and do. I said, exactly. Because that's how I felt when I slept in. And it really wasn't, if you really look at it, sleeping in. But it was sleeping in, in a sense, if you get my drift. So a lot of times, family, we we make excuses of of why 
we're not going after our goals or why we haven't done something that we know is bothering me. Like right now was bothering me. And I've said this in multiple videos is me recording video with this audio It's what also is bothering me is taking some of the people I admire as people that talk about dreams that talk about visions and inspiration and motivation and uploading it to my YouTube channel. If I told you how many <laughs> videos I have, as I'll call it in the, the safe of, of, uh, videos, meaning I, I got a ton of them. I just haven't done anything with them because it's not that I, I was thinking, am I waiting for the right perfect moment? That's definitely not it. It's just that I know it's going to require something of me of sitting down and editing the video and making sure everything is that I can so I can export it right and how much memory drive and all of these things that I'm concerned with instead of just going to go execute. And it's frustrating because when I thought when I thought about today's title, the title was extracted from what Kobe was talking about when he decided to retire he said he left no stone unturned so that in in translation to me meant that he did everything he was supposed he was supposed to do it and that he was it was required of him and see when you don't have this this feeling that's that's eating you up inside that you know you should be be doing more and you're making reasons that oh I'm sleepy oh I'm tired oh I you know I'll do that tomorrow or I'll do that next week when you get that inside of you you know you're on to something that's why I know I'm on something that's why I can be as transparent with you guys as I told you I'm on the journey with you cuz it's eating me up inside to know there's more inside of me there's more inside of you and it's up to us to make a decision. Are we going to pick up the phone? Are we going to answer the call? Or are we going to go get that app called RoboKiller? If you don't know what RoboKiller is, it's basically an app in which when people try to call in, if they're not in your contact or your, your phone book, they go right to a, 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 a recorded message which screens them. And then once they get screened, you have the opportunity to decide if you want to take that call or not. So what I'm basically saying, family, is, is that we know there's more inside of us. And that's why we get frustrated with life, because when we know there's more inside of us, it's like, how do we move forward? What do we need to do? Well, I have the antidote. The antidote is really simple and easy. And I, I've that's why I took those two days. It wasn't by choice. It wasn't that I was sitting there like, you know, I'm going to I'm going to plan out these couple days. And during these couple days, I'm going to analyze and do an audit on my life and see where I'm. No. It just happened. And it forced me to sit down. And when it forced me to sit down, I just start saying, what's what's going on with me? Well, see, what was going on is a change because that 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 ang I don't want to use the word anxiety, but that excitement of, you know, it's more that, that that's inside of you kept building up every time I when I was going when I was going to bed, it was just like pushing on me more and more. You need to read more. You need to invest more. You need to get you need you're not stop making excuses. There's not, now it's time to do reasons, not excuses. I challenge you, family, what are you going to do different than what you did yesterday? Aren't you tired? I'm tired, family. 
I truly am. I mean, I I'm I'm tired of what is inside of me knowing that I have to keep pushing harder to get it out for it to come out to become great and then when you get there you still got to go harder than you were when you got there that's why when you as you know Kobe is my favorite uh, player uh, well Jordan Kobe LeBron anyway I digress but what I'm saying is is that when Kobe talked about he said the reason why I felt that I could be the greatest is due to the fact of his work ethic. Once people obtained a certain amount of success, they got comfortable. They stopped doing the things that they used to do. How many of us have obtained what we thought was a a, a good success level, like we got the home or we got the car we always wanted and we got comfortable? Just imagine being uncomfortable for 20 years to be the greatest version of yourself in your craft. Would you do it? Would you make that sacrifice? Because that's what Kobe said he did. He said that I dedicated my time and he said, I see why Jordan was getting these championships because he was... After he got all the accolades of success, which was the, the monetary piece... He knew he still had to keep going. And so what I what I'm really if I was to unpack that and this is just my assessment, what he was what what Kobe was saying is, is that you got to love the thing, not what the thing brings you. Because if you love the thing, all those other things that 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 come with the success it will come. You don't need to worry about it. You don't need to think about it. It will show up at your doorstep if you want it or not. But you got to stick, you got to stick to what got you to where you're at. You got to stick to the craft. You got to learn the craft, continue to learn that craft, hone the craft, be of the craft, be one with the craft to the point where those things that you want, they show up. Because really, when you think about the difference between what you want And what you have are based on the choices, the decisions. What 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 choice did you make? Did you say, I want to start a business and you haven't started a business? Why? Why haven't you started a business? Don't 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 tell me it's time. You see, I had to stutter on that one because when we start going down that when we start overthinking it. Of saying, well, you know, uh, and I, and again, family, I'm with you. I trust me. That, that's why I was watching a, I was watching this episode uh, last night, uh, well, on my phone, and it was about trainers that put on the, you know, put on a lot of weight. So basically, they were eating the things and doing the things that the people that they're going to event, you know, people that they've, that they're training would do, you know, eating all the wrong things and, you know, just basically not having a, a, uh, 
a, how should I say this? Basically not training themselves. They're not working on their body. And they put on, you know, like one of the trainers, he gained like, I don't know, like 75 or 80 pounds or whatever. And the purpose of it was to be able to understand what somebody, you know, that at that size weight, what they go through. So if you can understand the mentality of why somebody is eating like that, if you can understand the mentality of why they struggle to show up at the gym or struggle to have some type of fitness in their life, then you can see what then then you can uh, apply your workouts a little bit. I think it's genius. I think it's genius. So when you learn, when you when you go through something, you have a better understanding of somebody that's coming behind you, meaning that they are they are in the process of developing themselves you understand what it's like you understand the periods of when you want to quit you understand the periods of when you just feel so lost is this thing even working because it's like you don't even see any improvements and when you're moving in a direction of you know of great energy you always wanting great energy and flow around you and you're getting all this negative energy how do you how do you still stay the course and not revert backwards to how you used to be reverse back to how you used to respond respond back to how you used to take everything so personal that now you're attacking you're on, now you're on the on the offensive side all the time So when I when when I say uh, leverage what Kobe has said about no stone unturned, and I pose that question to you, what do you really have to give up to be who you are called and who the world needs you to be? Is that giving up? Maybe drinking for a month is that giving up the food that you're currently eating to be? The, the most healthiest version of yourself for you and your family is it does it mean being more than you were yesterday and that requires you to do a little more work than you did yesterday what are you willing to sacrifice we all have choices and if you don't want to be more than what you are that's fine but I do. I want more out of my life. I demand more of myself. And because of that, there's some things that I know I need to do more of and I need to execute more on. And only way to do that is to one step at a time. Because another thing I don't want you to fall privy to or fall into a trap of is that you're trying to speed up the process so much that you're doing all of these things and you're missing out on the process. The process may be for you. Um, let's, I'll, I'll speak of myself to give you more. So for me, I need to be reading more than what I'm reading. Yeah, I'm, re I'm reading more than the average person would read. You see what I just said? More than the average person would, would read. So I need to step it up a level. How do we do that? Easy. Read more. Common sense, right? You would think like, oh, it would be this 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 extravagant answer. Uh-uh. Oh, read more. I need to read more. I need to to be able to understand some of the great mysteries of life, some of the great opportunities of life are in books. 
And I'm starting to believe that more and more because a lot of my ideals of what has already been done is allows me to cra- it allows me to use that as a as a foundation or a launching pad to to create better better topics to create better content. And I also know I need to tackle this YouTube thing. This has been this has been frustrating me and troubling me. I shouldn't say frustrating because it hasn't been frustrating, but just troubling me because I know I need to get on there. And the sad thing about it is it's not even a fear because I did it. I actually, as I told you guys before, I published 30 videos. So I was basically doing a video every day, no days off. I don't care if I went out to eat or anything. I had to do the video. And because I did that, I actually was in a, it was actually a contest I was in and they gave everybody the opportunity. It was like, hey, we'll give you a hundred dollars. Well, the winner gets a hundred dollars out of, you know, the chosen pe- the people. And I don't even know how many people actually completed the 30. I know it wasn't a lot. I know I think it was under 10. And I'm thinking to myself, this is easy. So anyway, family, I'll close with this. <sighs> with anything in life, we all know it, it requires sacrifice. Today, I want you to pick something you're willing to sacrifice, whether it's saying my time of, okay, instead of getting up, I know I was getting up at 7 a.m. I'm going to get up at 6 a.m. and I'm going to do an activity that I've been putting aside. Maybe it's reading a book. Maybe it's listening to this show. Maybe it's, you know, um, writing, whatever that thing is that, you know, you've been putting aside that has been, has, has been troubling your spirit to, you know, you need to do it. I want you to do that thing. Number two. Through this, through this process, even if you get distracted and you will remember, as my mom would always say, son, if it doesn't work out, you can always come back home. Translation. Even if you get distracted away from what you were that you were working on and what you were wanting to do, always come back to the root of where you if you have to come back to the root to start over again, do it. Because evidently, if you keep starting and stopping, it's meant for you to stick with it. So go ahead and make it happen. This has been the Impact Secret Podcast show. I hope that you obtained something incredible out today's show. Because a lot of times we want to try different things but we don't want to do we play we we spend so much time working on theories and how someone else is doing something that we miss out on the opportunity to just go ahead and jump in and figure it out as we go along that's a process of we were continually to overthink it when it wasn't that hard we make the simple we, we make simplicity more complicated than it has to be So for you, for me to get unstuck, we have to continue to stay down the path, the journey, the purpose that we've been called to do. If you've been called to be a 
preacher, if you've been called to be a housewife, if you've been called to be a trainer, if you've been called to be a coach, answer the call because we're waiting on you. I'm waiting on you. This is your humble host, E.D. And this has been the Impact Secret Podcast Show. Thank you guys for taking the time to join. Peace.